Welcome to the Tactical Tool Belt Climate Tech Podcast. On this show, we focus on how the real estate industry, the world's single largest emitter of greenhouse gases, can leverage climate tech to become part of the sustainability solution. I'm your host, Greg Smithies. I'm a partner on the climate tech team at Fifth Wall, the largest and most active venture investor in technology for the real estate industry. In this podcast, we'll be joined by people on the front lines, the people inventing, investing in, and deploying the climate tech we'll need to make our homes, offices, and communities more efficient, more sustainable, and ever closer to carbon zero. Hi, everybody, and thanks for joining us for another episode of Tactical Tool Belt Climate Tech. Uh, and today, I have the fantastic opportunity to talk with uh, the founder of Compology, Jason Gates. And uh, Compology is working on waste metering, which might sound boring, um, but it is the way of the future. Um, and they are making waste sexy. So, uh, Jason, thanks for thanks for joining. And before we dive into exactly what it is that Compology does, would love to hear a little bit about you. You know, how did you uh, get to founding Compology? Hey, Greg, thanks for having me. Uh, I founded Compology because of my experience in the waste and recycling industry. Uh, I got started as the the guy on a construction site where my responsibility was to manage all of the waste coming off of the, the site. And what should have been a part-time job turned into a full-time responsibility, largely because there were no good tools available besides an Excel spreadsheet, a clipboard, and a cell phone to manage what was going on. And I teamed up with my now co-founder, Ben, and was complaining about my day-to-day -day responsibilities and that's when we got the idea that if we had some internet connected sensors that captured some very basic information about dumpsters, we could totally change the way the industry operates. Okay. So it sounds like, frankly, you had a, you had a pretty good job at the time. There must have been something about this problem that got you really excited enough to you know quit your job and go and go and go on the entrepreneurship track. So uh, maybe just describe what is the problem? How big is that problem? Why should we care? The problem that we're solving is that, on average, dumpsters are 46% full when they get collected, which means every time a truck comes around and picks up a dumpster, it's 54% air. Additionally, the U.S. recycling rate is only about 32%. So most of the material that we generate, paper, plastic, cardboard, and organic material can all be recycled, but today it's being put into landfills. And we aim to change that. That's incredible. I'm, I'm actually shocked at how low it is. I knew it was very low for plastic, right? And I, I think we could, we could probably spend an entire episode talking about why it's so low for plastic. But uh, I, I had actually assumed that it was pretty high for, for, for paper and, and cardboard and stuff. 32% um, is shockingly low. And maybe when you think about that extrapolated over, uh, over the whole country, what are we talking about in terms of you know, the amount of waste here that could be diverted from landfills? We look at the problem in two different pieces. So correcting for the inefficient schedules of, of pickup can save across all dumpsters in the United States about $15 billion per year in money that can go back into property owners, property managers. And um, when you look at the recycling rate problem, we really translate that back into carbon emissions. And the impact of getting that recycling rate 
closer to 100%. I don't think we'll ever be at 100%, but using 90% as a benchmark would save about 100 million tons of CO2 per year from going into the atmosphere. So as we start to think about the emphasis on climate change and reducing our carbon footprint, sending material to be processed through recycling methods versus to the landfill can be a, a pretty impactful step there. Yeah, yeah. But I know, uh, honestly, a lot of our listeners um, will just be hearing that $15 billion number and their eyes glazed over at that point. And they were like, okay, that that's that's nuts. Um, so I think that there's something here where we don't even necessarily have to care about the environment, that it just makes good business sense um, to be managing your waste better, right? That is a huge number. Um, so so let's then dig into what it is that Compology actually does then to help uh, help your customers manage that waste number and and all of the pickups and logistics. What What is the actual solution you guys have? As a waste metering company, what we do is put a internet-connected camera in commercial and industrial dumpsters that take pictures three to five times per day. We then use artificial intelligence to automatically process those images to determine the fullness of the dumpster, the type of material that's going inside it, and when the dumpster is being serviced. Today, those set the schedules for collection are based on estimates, and we use artificial intelligence to automatically determine what the proper collection schedule should be for a dumpster, and then implement that new collection schedule with a waste hauling company. Yeah, so so this sounds relatively simple, uh, right. Hey, just just figure out if a dumpster is full. I'm sure it's a little bit more complicated than that when we actually get into this. So so I, I, I love when people say we're using AI, but so many companies aren't actually using AI. But maybe maybe tell us a little bit about how the system actually works, because I think when you peel back the onion, there's maybe a much more complicated problem than than uh, it sounds like from it from an AI perspective. The core of our system is image processing. We're capturing high-resolution images from the inside of dumpsters and using uh, neural networks to automatically assess those images. Um, And we've built up a reference library of over 80 million images so far. Every image that we take adds to the accuracy of our system. Um, And what that enables us to do is not only tell you how full the dumpster is with a high level of accuracy, but also be able to count the number of different items that are going inside the dumpster. And a perfect example of that is if you have a container that's supposed to be for cardboard, we can identify that a black garbage bag has been added and use that information to notify the on-site teams that that material should be removed before the truck comes the next morning in which case you might be assessed a contamination fine by the waste hauling company. Yep, yep. I, I think it's very safe to say with 80 million photos of the inside of dumpsters that you have the largest database of dumpster photos in the world, <laughs> right? That, that is an honor I wear proudly. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, maybe, maybe then also talk a little bit about what's the actual value here to an individual building owner or when you're going in and, and uh, talking to an operations company or a, or a building owner or a tenant, um, what are you telling them that you're actually going to deliver for them? When we look at the $15 billion opportunity and break it down onto a per building level, we estimate that each building can save 
about $3,000 per year by using waste metering. And that is purely from changing set collection schedules, uh, adjusting the size container and the days of the week the container is being serviced. Um, so that's, that's Compology's most basic functionality um, when it comes to adjusting those service schedules. That's the financial benefit. There's also a big benefit to corporations around their corporate social responsibility and sustainability reporting. And one of the biggest barriers to making progress towards our recycling goals is having good information about where we are, our baseline recycling rate and how we are tracking towards the progress towards our goals. So we provide highly accurate information on a per building level that allows brands with large real estate footprints to focus their effort where it's really needed. And that comes in the form of resident education at multifamily housing properties. That comes in um, new programs for franchisees uh, when you run quick service restaurant chains. Um, and the, the availability of accurate information to inform those programs is something that corporations have never had access to before. Yeah, absolutely. I think of this, you know, there's the standard saying, right, you can't manage what you can't measure. And I think what, what we're seeing in the overall sort of ESG and sustainability space is a lot of tenants and a lot of building owners are signing up for, say, carbon net, net zero pledges, and they say they're going to get there, um, but they don't actually know how they're going to get there. And so this is kind of like a, a step one where it's sort of a no-brainer because it gets you the data you need in order to start managing this and therefore figure out how to get to whatever goal it is that you've set. But at the same time, it saves you money so that it effectively pays for itself, right? So this isn't a question of like, oh, do I have to go and spend a whole bunch of money on sensors and things to figure out this problem? No, the sensors basically pay for themselves in terms of the cost savings, right? More than that, uh, we see pretty consistently that our customers are getting between 10 and 15 times return on investment on a monthly basis. So it pays for itself plus way more. Yeah, that's, that is... Uh... I don't think there are many investments um, in, in any category, but especially in, in real estate where you can see a, a 10 or 15x return on investment on a monthly basis, right? Um, that, that's pretty, uh, pretty impressive. Um, so how should a customer really think about this? I think you said about $3,000 of savings per building, maybe on a, on a per dumpster basis, because I know different buildings are different sizes. So like break down the unit economics here. Uh, per per dumpster of how much it costs a customer roughly um, per month, and then how much they they could see uh, see in savings potentially. We most commonly see two dumpsters per building, one for landfill garbage and one for recycling. In certain market areas, particularly on the coast, there are three containers. There's a third for compost or organic material. We see that savings break down to about $1,500 per dumpster per year. So two dumpsters together is $3,000 for the building. And Compology fees are in the order of magnitude of $20 to $25 per dumpster per month, which translates to about $180 per dumpster per year. Yep, that, that's pretty fantastic ROI there. 
Um, and and I think the other thing that people potentially might worry about with this is this is a critical infrastructure sort of uh, sort of problem, right? If if you guys don't report correctly, maybe the garbage doesn't get picked up, right? And and then we've got big problems. So how can customers actually trust that your system works, that you've done this, you know, thousands of times before, that you don't have issues, and you're not frankly going to screw up a, a pretty critical uh, portion of their operations? Given that we came from the waste industry, we know the impact that improper collection schedules can have on operations. Nobody wants a, a pile of garbage piling up behind their building. We've deployed 163,000 cameras at 1,300 brands across the United States, Puerto Rico, every province of Canada, and Mexico. So uh, our experience in seeing many different property types, whether it's warehousing, manufacturing, multifamily housing, quick service restaurants, retail, the list goes on, we understand the dynamics of each one of those property types and how they operate and what we need to do to make specific programs that work for them. And I think what we've done a particularly good job at is blending our deep industry expertise within the waste and recycling vertical with technology and innovation. And when you blend those two together, you can have a really powerful solution. Yeah, completely agree. I, I think if I were to sort of sum, sum this up, I would think of waste metering here as you would never think of not metering your energy usage in a building, right? You, you need to know how much gas you're using, how much electricity, you know, how much heating, how much cooling, all, all of those things. And this is just exactly the same concept. Waste is another stream of value and cost for buildings, and we should just be measuring it. It just so turns out that because it costs money to move waste around, um, that the act of measuring it can actually save you money, whereas the act of measuring other things typically costs you money to do. Um, so it seems to to most most people in this environment, right, the tenants, the landlords, the operators, this is a, a bit of a no-brainer. Even if you don't care about the climate, right, it's a no-brainer because it's such a fantastic cost save. But then at the same time, if you do care about the climate and you've signed up to waste and recycling goals and carbon net zero pledges and things like this, uh, that is a requisite to be able to hit those goals that you've got is you have to be measuring these things in the first place. And as we said, you can't manage what you can't measure. So um, Jason, thanks so much for taking the time today. Very exciting. I love when we talk about things that people think are boring that turn out to be very interesting. And 163,000 cameras out on the market uh, across the United States and uh, and Canada is, is super impressive. So thanks for taking the time. Thank you, Greg. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for listening to Fifth Wall's Tactical Tool Belt Climate Tech Podcast. For more on Fifth Wall and our efforts in climate tech, visit our website at fifthwall.com.